Hi, welcome to Creativity Inside and Out. I'm Cindy Jo Hinkleman, and we're glad you're with us today for our first show that we have been planning for years and years and years, and finally it's happening. On Creativity Inside and Out, we're going to be interviewing artists in all different genres of art, and then they will either perform or demonstrate their art. And I hope you had a chance to watch some of the promos that were uploaded prior to this show just launching today, because they talked about um, what we're doing and why we're doing it, and it goes into a little bit of the depth of the show and uh, what we hope to accomplish and what we hope to share with you on the show. So let's get going. Our first guest today is a man by the name of Jeffrey Polk, and he is a world-class entertainer. He and I have known each other for years, and he is going to uh, share his life with us, and then he's going to entertain us. So let's get this started. Hi, here we are with Jeffrey, and we're going to talk to him and find out a lot about his life and what he does. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So the, what we're going to talk about on each show, first off, is how we originally met. Okay. So how did we meet? I think it was junior high, junior yeah. high school. Yes. Yeah. Just a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago in junior high, at least, uh, yeah. And met through music, mm -hmm. um, performing. Mm -hmm. And you were in the choir, but I was outside of the choir, but actually I did... Um, the summer musicals. Right. Yes. And what did we do? We did South Pacific. Right. And Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler on the Roof. And my first show was Oklahoma. Which I think I ran Spotlight for. Yes. <laughs> I played Judd. Oh, cool. Yes. Cool. What did you play in South Pacific? I remember your S costume. I can still see it to this Stew day. Pot. Who what? Stew Pot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have pictures if you want. Yes, we do want. Oh, okay. <laughs> I still have a picture of my Fiddler on the Roof costume, too. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was the bartender. The bartender. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I'm I like, it. be careful. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's talk about what you do. You are a performer. Yes. And you perform where? Um, I perform basically now just in nightclubs or whoever wants me to sing someplace. Mm. Um, my career now is mostly directing. Um, it was directing and choreogra choreographing, but mostly directing now. Um, so I enjoy doing that too. So um, just anything that has to do with stage, I'm there. Right. And you sing, you dance. Yes. You direct. Yes. And what else do you do? Choreograph. Choreograph, that's right. Play Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> In those downtimes. On those downtimes, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> And um, let's go back a little bit, your childhood, where you grew up. San Bernardino, California. Which is where we met. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, Rialto. Rialto, California. Yeah. But my house was one block away from Rialto. It was? Yeah, so I still had the San Bernardino address. But you were in the Rialto School District. Yes. Interesting. Oh. So you were over on the east side yes. of town. I'd think about that. Meridian was the divider, uh -huh. and my house was east of Meridian. Okay. Right I don't on. think I was ever at your house. I don't think I ever went there. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. All right. And have you always known that you were an artist? Not really. I knew that I loved music, and I just knew that I had to be around music. I always want. I gravitated to music, and so growing up, being listening to music, I had a friend that would um, 
a family friend that would babysit me, but their daughter played the clarinet and played the piano for an hour uh -huh. after she got home from school. And for some reason, I was intrigued with that. So that's when I started playing the clarinet in fourth grade. Right. And you, yeah. play some, you play drums? No. Oh. <laughs> I, played, um, I played all the woodwinds, saxophone, flute, um, even piccolo. And then I even played sousaphone my last year in high school. Oh my gosh. So you did in high school, you were doing choir and band. Yes. Then. And the rooms were side by side, so he could just hop back and forth. I don't remember anything outside of that little block where it was uh, theater, mu um, uh, choir, and band. That's right. The theater was in that building right next to the band room right. and the choir room as well. And then the rest of the school, I don't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel kind of the same way. Yeah. Because we were just always there. Right. During yeah. lunchtime, any kind of break, yeah. Yeah, and that's where our friends were, in yes. our circle. And it's wonderful because I've gone back to Eisenhower to help out their show choir and stuff like that, and that happens every lunchtime where all the students hang around the Fine Arts Building, and I just think it's amazing. They still do the same thing. Yes, I think that's so cool. I remember when I was there for um, Ronnie Lott for the stadium dedication. Yes. Ronnie Lott, who's a football player, a lot of you, I'm sure, know who he is. Um, just a few years ago, they built a stadium, finally, at Eisenhower High School in Rialto. We always had to play football off campus. And um, they named it after him. And so Ronnie was at the dedication. And when we were walking back from the stadium, some friends of mine and I that from high school, we went by that building. And sure enough, there were some, some of the students outside. Yes. And I think they were outside the band room. And they actually have a theater now. Really? A full-on, beautiful, full-stage theater. We just had a little, like, a classroom theater kind of. No, like. they have a full-on theater with lights and sound. and. Oh, that's yeah, fantastic. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. So um, let's talk about Young Americans. Okay. And when did you, will you explain what Young Americans was, is? Young Americans was a performing group. Um, designed just to make young kids look um, wonderful in life because it's, it, it, it started in 1965 and during 60, 65 that's when, or actually, yeah, 62 actually. And that's when kids were like rebels and, and all that other stuff. And so this man said, why don't I get these kids from all over that undress normal kids and let them sing and dance and show that they're not all wearing, you know, leather jackets and being bad or whatever. And so he developed a group called the Young Americans. Um, it was a nonprofit group, mm -hmm. but at the time I got in was ran very professionally because we had agents and, and, and everything. You know, we had a lot of stuff. We were sponsored by Columbia Artists a lot. Um, and when I first got in the group in 1975, <laughs> oh, yeah, I said a year. Um, <laughs> We're just still in diapers in 75, I know. <laughs> uh, I barely remember that. But um, as you will see in Young Americans, I was a new kid in 1975, and um, it was wonderful. They, you had to have at least a B-plus average to an A average to oh. get in the group, so you had to show your report card. They rehearsed in Los Angeles, so I would drive up every Saturday and Sunday. And um, then we did professional wow. shows all around the United States at any given time. They called them 45-minute show or industrial shows for different sponsors or whatever it may be. Somet I, sometimes I didn't know what it was, but I know there was a full orchestra behind me and, 
and somebody professional walking out at the end of the show, either George Burns or, or somebody, Frank Sinatra or somebody. Seriously? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh, and who were the bands? The band was Manny Harmon, and the other band was Les Brown and the Band of Renown, and they were both um, like um, Dean Martin and um, Frank Sinatra's band. Oh my gosh, and they were with the Young Americans? No, we were with them. They, were, they played <laughs> okay. at the group. They played for everybody. Oh. They just happened to be our little 45-minute section to play. I mean, whoever, oh. they weren't part of us at all. Because, uh -huh. you know, if it was Kate Smith or, or Buddy Epson or, or, or whoever it was, that band was there for the evening for all the stars, and they bring their charts there. Young Americans had oh. charts, and we bring our charts there, and yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. So did you meet any of those incredible, like Frank Sinatra, did you meet any of those people back in those days? Yes. Back, I was pretty shy, and I, everybody else gravitated to people like, let's take pictures and stuff like that. I'm like going, um, <laughs> but I did meet a, a great handful of wonderful artists that I respected and grown to love. It was wonderful. Buddy Epson was one of them. Um, uh, George Burns was excellent. He was so funny. He was, you know, counting his way out. Like, There's 70 steps to the center and 70 steps to the back. <laughs> so when I'm finished, just count and then he just, because he couldn't see really. <laughs> <laughs> and he just knew that I was about his size. He go, kid, I like you. Can I just lean on you about my size? Make me feel good. I went, okay, great. He would say that. Yes. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> Hi. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So what happened? How long were you in the Young Americans then? Um, the Young Americans at that time, the age was from uh, 15 to 21. And That's then young. They were the Young Americans, yeah. Yeah. And then after that, after I was about 21, still going through another professional things in my life, but I, they had a, a dinner theater at Peter's Landing called Tibby's Musical. And what's Peter's Landing? Peter's Landing's in Huntington Harbor. In like, California? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Huntington Harbor in California, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Huntington Harbor in California, Peter's Landing, and it, um, it was kind of like a, a, a mall, you know. There was a Rubens on top mm -hmm. of where we were, and then uh, Tibby's was on the bottom, and we were, it was a dinner theater where the waiters, there was 14 of us, seven guys, seven girls, and we would wait tables and do a show. Yeah. Cool. And now you're traveling the world. I was going to save this question for later, but it seems like a good place to ask you. Okay. Now you're traveling the world with a kind of an extension, right? Of yes, Heart Global. We're doing music workshops around the world. Yes. Yeah. And what do you do? And and where do you go? I want to know all about it. Okay. <laughs> well, we have workshops in Japan and Europe right now, and. Next year we'll be in, um, in Britain. We'll probably go to Ireland, Scotland, and all through England. And there are different groups that do this, but what Heart Global does is that um, they walk into a community of kids of wonderful things. Um, there's a cast of 16, we call them 16 teachers, and they actually perform, but they actually teach the kids a show that they'll be doing later on. It could be two days or three days. They're mostly three-day workshops. So they walk in there, they teach these kids, and they have, you know, um, writing classes, music classes for them within three days. And, 
And by the end of the three days, they do an hour show. That's and, quick. And the cast within those students will be in there with them, telling them what to do, and, you know, just to guide them. Um, as a director, I just kind of like, I'm the announcer, and kind of like the father figure, or just kind of like the guy kind of in charge if you need something. So I always go, hi, everybody. Welcome to Heart Global. In the next three days, we're going to do a show. <laughs> and then I do all my spill, and then all of a sudden I go, okay, five, four, three, two, one, learn your first dance. And then I watch them get these kids who are shy, who are crying, and, and by the end of 20 minutes, be, when that workshop starts, everybody becomes a family. They're all best friends. and oh, That's beautiful. Right. And then they teach them their choral songs, and I watch them there, and then I direct them chorally. Right. Yeah. And so some of them are really intimidated by it then in the beginning, or they just yeah, I mean, it? yeah, there the program is geared to make you successful for your life, to make you come out of your shell. Don't be our 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 theory our our saying is yes and, you know, yes, every possibility, everything's a possibility, not a problem, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. we go through that speech at the very beginning, and then. We do it with so much love and so fast and furious, these kids don't have time to think about, should I, should I not do it? Oh, uh -huh. After a while, they're just like doing it and they're into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And by the third day, they go, oh my God, we're, we already did a show, we're ready to do a show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that's, that's fantastic. Yes, it's a lot of fun. So that's why it does your heart so good. You're teaching them not just music, dancing, you're teaching them so much more. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Motivation. So what countries have you gone to? <laughs> I know you said you have a bunch of stamps in your passport. That <laughs> um, I can't name a lot of them. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I, <laughs> I could go, I went to Germany, uh, London, Ireland, all over Japan, all over Europe. I mean, like Lithuania, um, Estonia, we even went to the Ukraine, oh, a lot of Poland, a lot of, yeah. And yeah. over how many years have you been doing this now? A long time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been doing this since 2013. Oh, okay. That's so for a while. Yeah. yeah. And you stay with host families when you're there? Yes, that's the thrill of everything because you get to actually be with these people in their community sharing their food, sharing their thoughts, and they're so wonderful and open to you, and they get to um, show you and you get to show them type thing. And, right. and usually uh, the host families has a student within that workshop. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, and you've gotten to know, because you've stayed with families, you said, numerous times now, right? Oh, yeah. The same families? Yeah. So you've gotten to know them. I just wrote a family today. That's one reason I was running, but because uh, um, <laughs> I went, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in your neighborhood, and I would love to see you. And this family I've known since 2015, and they give me postcards whenever they go on vacation. I get to know what the, their two mm -hmm. girls are doing. Grow, they contact me at least every two months. And they're from where? They're from um, uh, Hanover, Germany. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they stay in touch after you leave. Them. A lot of a lot of families do. A lot of friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which oh. is wonderful. Oh, absolutely. That is so nice. So, and in your spare time, it sounded like you're really like <laughs> crazy busy. You know. <laughs> well, it, it, it becomes crazy busy. I mean, like in my spare time, I'm either 
putting on a musical or directing a um, a concert or somebody's nightclub act or you know somewhere in Los Angeles area. yes yes right right are you doing more than one show at once oftentimes or no? I try not to because that's just ludicrous right yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you do every now and then. They will cross over. Like this last week, I performed at um, uh, at the Federal upstairs in North Hollywood. In North Hollywood, California. And, and then I was um, had to do a luncheon in Alhambra, California, for two days, and do the Federal that night. Come back and do the other same luncheon. And, and that luncheon was like seven performers and. All professional. They were doing a tribute to Richard Rogers and or nice. Rogers and Hammerstein, and nice. I choreographed it, which I don't like to choreograph and be in anything because I still want to look around to see if they're doing everything okay, oh. which drives me crazy. And I always say I never want to do that, but they always talk me into doing it because oh, Jeffrey, just be in it. Oh, you, you look so great. I'm like going okay, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Speaking of choreo choreography, I was thinking the other day when we talked about. We studied at the same dance studio, Tremaine. Tremaine, yes. But we didn't see each other. We were out of touch for a few years. Yes. There was a gap in there. And um, we didn't realize that we were, you were taking classes during the day. Oh, yeah. Jazz classes. Yes. Primarily, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was taking classes at night. Oh, okay. And so we were both there, but we, we had no idea. And we discovered that years later. That's amazing. I yeah. love that. I love that. Yeah, which was a great... I, I did jazz too, not professionally, but like you have done it. But, uh, <laughs> I just like taking his classes because he was so great. Joe and, Tremaine. Yes, Joe Tremaine, and he would start off with jazz one, jazz two, and jazz three, and a lot of them were the same combination, but one pirouette, two pirouettes, or three pirouettes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a lot a little harder, like, you know, higher kicks and bigger splits. And, you know, those classes were great, and so I would take like two to three classes a day. From, yeah. yeah, I would take one class, but <laughs> but I remember one night I went in and he had a, a Jackie Slight yes. who also taught there. Um, I was going to take Jackie's class, and, and when I was signing in, he came up next to me. He goes, I "Haven't seen you," and I said, "Well, I've been away for a few months." And then he said, I, "And I said, yeah." He, I said, "I'm going to take Jackie's class," and he goes, "You've been away for a few months." <laughs> I went, yeah. And so there was a, a room that had a, a window looking into the studio where we were dancing, and I choked. I really choked. It was that three months really took its toll, and he was standing out there laughing at me. He oh, was watching wow. me laughing at me. <laughs> right. Right. I was like, yeah, okay, I got it, Joe. <laughs> right. He was very encouraging, though. He was so encouraging. He's still encouraging. at it, isn't he? Not, not really. Uh, He's pretty old now. He's yeah. still around, but he, and his conventions are everywhere now, too. Oh, that's what I saw him yeah. when so, I was looking. Yeah, so he still had the conventions, but I I was at a show singing back up for somebody one time, and I decided to do a dance instead of singing a, a lick or something, and some tall man, red-headed man, went, yeah, go, Jeffrey, that's you. I went, oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay, yeah, that was me. I didn't want to sing, but okay, I could still kick my leg up to here and do a Yeah, okay, keep going. It was funny, very wonderful, and it just made my heart sing. Oh, yeah. I was like, that was so great. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Tell the story about when you did the ballet with Young Americans. Oh, Young Americans, what, we had a 45-minute show, and what would happen is that it was a variety of a lot of things, and so the very first thing we did was this thing called Yankee Doodle, 
or Yankee Doodle went to town riding on a pony. Second thing we would do is um, a magical. And at the very end of that, all of a sudden, I would have to run out and go, everybody say, hey, hey, say, whoa, 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 the Ray Charles song. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, <laughs> hey, hey, tell me what I say, yeah. I'm just doing it, wow, you know, one of the kids got wild. Um, and at the very <laughs> end, they want every to dance. And I was like, great, I'll, I'll dance. And so first time, I'm like, oh, pop lock, yeah, because it was in style then. And they went, do something you really want to do. So the day of the show, I um, was like, okay, I'm going to do what I want to do. But I've been taking a lot of ballet. <laughs> and I weighed, that was pretty hefty. It's okay. But after my eight count beat, it was like, powder array, double pirouette, jeté, double pirouette, and land in fourth. And, it was, and I went, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have done that. And the whole <laughs> cast was supposed to be clapping behind them like this. And they all kind of went. <laughs> And they went, and he went, well, you never know what those kids are going to do. <laughs> Especially so Mr. Totally Folk. you totally changed it up. I did. And from then yeah. on, Milton Anderson, the founder of Young Americans, just loved me because he went, no telling what I may do. <laughs> you know. And that was a good thing. It was a great thing. Yeah. I, it was a very large learning curve in my life, you know, being a little different from everybody else, but still trying to be on stage with everybody else. Just, oh, was so, it a fine line, kind of? No, I mean, I just learned how to be myself. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That is something you have to learn when you're growing up, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I did that in dating, too. I'll admit it. <laughs> I always tried to be what I thought a man would want me to be instead of being myself. And, of course, that never worked out. Right. Right? So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's talk about composers. Who's your favorite composer? Do you have one? Not the, really. The musical theater? Not really. There's so many of them. I mean, music to me is just, I always call it the melody of life. Um, there are some composers that I don't understand, but I go from the gamut of everything. I mean, I can listen to everything, and I think everything is wonderful. I think efforts are great. Um, so favorite composers, I mean, I, there's so many. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Who's your favorite composer? Gershwin. Yes. Hands down, Gershwin. Gershwin. Yeah, and like you, I appreciate all the others and I love their music, but someone to watch over me. Right. That song, I don't know what it is. That song just makes me cry always. <laughs> so. <laughs> Gershwin's great. I love all of his stuff. I could listen to Gershwin all day long. Yeah. Yes. I saw Michael Feinstein at the Hollywood Bowl in California, <laughs> do a whole concert. Um, this was a number of years ago of all Gershwin music. Wow. And it was fantastic, you know. And he just accompanied himself on piano and sang. And it was just him alone on the stage. And he brought it to life and it was gorgeous. And Gershwin music is always bringing everything to life. I love it all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, we talked about jazz dance. Uh -huh. We talked about ballet. Mm -hmm. Do you do any other styles? I, I tap. I know you do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've done contemporary. I mean, now there's no jazz anymore because they call it contemporary. They call it modern. They, it's called something else or hip hop. And I hipped a hop a few times and 
<laughs> I've choreographed a hip of a hop and stuff like that and, <laughs> and locking and whatever, you know, yeah. I love jazz, like we learned it, when all that jazz came out and chorus line and I love that jazz. Yes. It's just so much fun to dance. I remember that well. Yeah, yeah. So that's not really happening much anymore, huh? No. Everybody goes, it's contemporary or modern or, yeah, that vocabulary, especially in dance, is kind of left. Really? Yes. Are the steps still there or are they modified? Everybody has two feet. <laughs> <laughs> you walk backwards and you're forward, you could call it whatever you need to. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Interesting. Interesting. So let's talk about the different venues that you perform at. You said you do a lot of um, cabaret kind of performing or... Yeah, one is mostly musicals and that gathers around usually about eight performers um, who are very professional from Broadway and from television and film who just want to get out one night and just sing a song. Mm -hmm. um, they usually call me. <laughs> I look at the line, I'm going, well, okay, I'm here. I, it's really wonderful because these are some of the most talented people in the Los Angeles area. Oh, it must be fantastic. And it's so great. And the other one is, has the same caliber of people. It's called Miscast. Okay. And that's a little bit more, um, it's more of a production because we kind of do an opening and we do a little closing. We kind of do things together, mm. but it, it's, you know, people singing songs that they would normally not sing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So mostly musicals is songs from musicals. Not really. It's just oh. they'll think like the last, the last time we did it was, um, it was called uh, Wild, Wild Thing or something like that. And everybody <laughs> wanted animals. Everybody sang about the animals and different types of animals, you know, under the sea. And <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, and I, I sang actually be a lion and that's from the Wiz and it's usually sang by uh, the lead by Dorothy oh, okay. and I just switched it a little, little bit for me to make right. it my internal story right and yeah so so we're gonna watch one of those videos from mostly musicals yeah that's a yes <laughs> go ahead <laughs> no, I think the one that you chose yes that you uh, chose that I agreed with okay <laughs> it, it, I liked it because um, I, I, my brain goes crazy and I always try to figure out things sometimes and so I went okay this do you hear what I hear the Christmas song yes what does that mean and then you'll see when you play it I just thought it was funny to go okay so the sky is talking to the lamb and the lamb's talking to the kid and you know everybody's talking to <laughs> See, do you hear? Do you hear what I hear? Yeah, I, I guess so. You know, I'm kind of going crazy if some lamb starts talking to me. <laughs> Said the night wind to the little lamb. But they got all the way to the king, so we, I guess we made it. <laughs> so all that, because I've seen it, all that you have added—I can speak—all that you've added to this yes. is all your original, yes, crazy kind of thoughts. Yes. Okay, I love it. Let's watch that now. This is my version of a song, one of my favorite Christmas songs. Um, I, I, I was coughing for a while, so my voice is kind of raspy. And you're welcome to help me out with it. It's a sing-along. You kind of know it. If you want to sing along, everybody, you know, okay? 
it's my story, my vision. Sleeping in the night, he will bring a 
So this is the end of the first segment with Jeffrey Polk. Check back to find out more.